Hi, it's Pammy. It's time to chit-chat. It's Friday here in South Florida, and you know what's coming, the weather report. It's 70 right now. It's just about 8 o'clock, and uh, it is going up to the mid-70s here today. I think it's not going to be as windy. We'll see, hopefully, because I'd like to go to the beach without it blowing so hard that you can't enjoy it <laughs> fully. Okay, let's get to it. It's time to podcast. I want to talk a little bit about rules and how people inflict their beliefs on others. It's Boy, it's going on big time in the country right now, and it's just really amazing to watch. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about what's going on in real time exactly. I want to talk about, uh, well, part of it is real time, actually, and part of it rewinds us back into how other people always want to inflict their beliefs and their moral standard on others. Uh, right now, uh, recently, very, very recently, there was um, a situation in California where this coffee shop uh, chain uh, called Bottoms uh, Bottoms Up was um, they do they uh, it's sort of like apparently Hooters serving you coffee <laughs> where the girls dress very scantily now according to the owners they are not dressed any more scantily than you would see on a beach in California. But, of course, local officials decided to revoke the license of, of this one location there in California because the girls were dressed too scantily. Now, another, like the mayor of this one particular little city said they, they were not violating any code. But it was going to turn into a whole big legal mess, so... They decide, the owners decide to close that location. There are many of these scattered around in California and apparently going into Arizona. The biggest question to me, it's not about how these, these people dress to serve coffee. Um, I don't feel like I'm put on earth, period, to judge the world. <laughs> um, I judge things in my personal life that need censoring and that needs judging and how I behave in the world that I, the people I associate with, and that sort of thing, being nice, living by the golden rule kind of thing, just that sort of thing. But trying to impose standards on others, no, not so much. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't think that I need to decide if people can go into a coffee shop where girls are scantily clad and have a cup of coffee. The, the the people that are opposed to this these shops feel like this is adult entertainment. Uh, really? <laughs> Serving coffee in bikinis, scantily clad? What world do you live in? <laughs> that's adult entertainment to you. Okay, yeah, that's just sad is what that is. But the bigger question to me about that is why are people still going to coffee shops and spending too much money? on coffee. Hasn't that sort of passed where you're willingly 
paying outrageous prices. I get that it's a social thing. Hey, let's go have some coffee. That part, that part I get, but just on a regular basis. When we lived in Ohio, I was a regular at a at a star. At, at, there were actually two Starbucks by me, and one I met I met people at, and the other I just did drive through, got my coffee, went shopping, went on my way. But it was just because it was convenient and. I was just kind of freelancing around in a in a new city, trying to learn it, that kind of thing. You know, you can make all of that stuff easily at home now. Even every single specialty drink, almost, unless it's some of those crazy macchiato crap. That's not even coffee. <laughs> that's just like a you know, go make yourself a milkshake. You can make all that stuff in the makers that you can buy now. So one a, a lot cheaper. So why 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 why? So good luck to, to bottoms up and the people just trying to make a living and, you know, the people that are trying to to force their moral beliefs of people wearing bikinis on others, you know, good luck to you. But but that has gone on forever in our world. Let's just talk about movies, for example. Talking movies, uh, a, a lot happened in 1929. In 1929, the stock market crashed creating the, the, the Great Depression, the, the, the kickstart of the Great Horrible Depression. But it also was the beginning of talking movies, films, brought sound in. And some of those early talkies are amazing film. They, they really are. They're, some of the quality is not that great. Um, but to this day, when you watch... The what is called the the pre-code movies. Uh, they are they're amazing in the subject matters they tackle. Some of them are are pretty short. They're not necessarily long. But but here's what happened. Here's what happened. 1929 came in and uh, they did uh, movies uh, like uh, uh, the Fred Astaire movie Flying to Rio, Flying Down to Rio. Uh, where the girls were wearing beautifully done costumes. They're very filmy. The fabrics are very filmy. They're very form-fitting. And so this be, these kinds of this kind of freedom began to upset people who, again, were uncomfortable with freedom of film. So in 1930, the Hays Code was born. Now, even though films... The talkies started in '29, and and in pre-talkies you had you had also a lot of uh, provocative, I suppose you could call it, films. But boy, once talkies came on, where you could hear people lustfully kissing, uh, that just rankled some people, some judgmental people. So the the Hayes Code was born, and in 1930 and but it wasn't really enforced uh until about four or five years later about around 1934 I think it's when they really started to come down hard on movies and you could not show as I said lustful kissing you could not show interracial anything basically they tried to censor movies they just tried to gut movies to the point they were 
unwatchable and not entertaining at all. But I guess this made people happy that were deciding what the masses should watch. Sort of like now, except in real time. Um, so if you if you get a chance, look at the Hays Code. Look at some pre-code movies. If you're a film buff, if you're not, you won't be interested in this anyway. And see the difference in the pre-code or the pre, especially the pre enforcement of the of the code uh this it, it was just blatant censorship harsh censorship that went into effect and it went on until uh, really officially until 1968 that's when it really went away and it was replaced by oh see what's it called mpaa i believe um coding system that we have now where you have the r and the g and the pg and that sort of thing uh, of course, it was dropped. It, it began to really fade away uh, after about, you know, 20 years, uh, 30, until officially being dropped and being replaced. So that's sort of my Friday. It's time for entertainment. It's time for fun. And uh, trying to understand judgmental people and people trying to make decisions for the world for what everyone should enjoy whether it's a a coffee shop in California or many other things going on it's out there and I choose not to be around that sort of thing as much as I can I prefer to my world may be really smaller and smaller every day as things in the country change and, and, and rewind historically. Let's just hope we don't get to the point where the Hayes Code comes back in another form. Listen, get your form over to Instagram and follow me. I'm at Pam Eastit Chats, Pamela Varco coming at you with the podcast in Palm Beach Pam. I'll follow you back. Check out our website. I say it to you every podcast, but it's worth it. Go there. There's a lot of stuff there, including contributors from even as far away as the UK. It may be called, is called, North Palm Beach Life. That's just its name. There's a lot of stuff there. A lot of great pictures. Gary does a great job making it interesting for ya. So check it out. Have a great weekend. I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate your support. Stay with me.